Today on Game Red Radio, we return to our normal format, just in time to change it all up again. Game Red Radio starts now. And here we are again for another episode of uh, Game Red Radio. Uh, this one is in a controlled environment, finally, <laughs> yeah. with less uh, alcohol. And with less, less Charlie crying under the table. Yes, 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 yes. A, a whole lot of less, but you'll get more show, because less is more. For those of you who, who watched the, the live episode uh, on YouTube, or who might have streamed the episode last week, who are asking yourselves, what the fuck happened? We're still asking ourselves the same thing. It was madness. <laughs> for, for the record, I, uh, I watched it for the first time uh, the other day, um, and no recollection of actually being there. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are these people? Yeah. What am I doing here? Well, but uh, but as far as who these people are, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're still here. Uh, I'm still goat. <laughs> uh, I am Charlie Technotronic Unworthy. Candy Mountain Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. We're being civilians. Come on. I, I'd ask you guys how your week was, but I I know. <laughs> and that's right there. That sums up the entire week. Yeah, it's a crazy week, man. So in the in the vein of postcon uh, giggling, uh, Charlie, what's coming out this week? Uh, well, so uh, this week I was trying to get back to last week's releases, but uh, let's Wait. just let's just move. No, forward. no, we covered last week. Last week, uh, games came out. Games, that's right. Games, games. games. That's on right. systems, on possibly systems. a PC. We were with, not incorrect <laughs> with with controllers with buttons. Yes. Um, <laughs> but so this week in games, uh, Monday, April eleventh, uh, where you're getting Dark Souls three is hitting the PC. And Samurai Warriors 4 Empires is heading the PS4. Tuesday, April 12th, Ratchet & Clank, the newest remake entry in that series, is coming out Whoa, on the PS4. That snuck up. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and Dark Souls 3 is getting its PS4 and Xbox One release. Terraria is getting over to the Wii U, one of those games that is now, I think, on everything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Risk of Rain is coming out on the PS4 and the Vita. Stories, The Path of Destinies quite possibly the most vanilla name I have ever heard for a game ever is coming out on the PS4 and the PC. On Thursday, April 14th, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is getting its PC release. And Friday, April 15th, Bravely Second and Lair is coming out on the 3DS. Looking forward, Monday, April 10th, we're getting Hyperdimension Noir, Goddess Blackheart on the PC, Dragon... Dra- uh, Dag... Dag... Ropa. <laughs> <laughs> Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Two, Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Uh, two. Uh, I think every single one of those is acceptable. <laughs> Judges uh, will allow it. Goodbye Despair on the PC uh, on Tuesday, April 19th. Assetto Corsa on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, Lichdom Battle Mage, PS4 and Xbox One. The Banner Saga 2. I didn't know that was a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coming on the thing. PC. Nice. Um, Loud on Planet X uh, is uh, in the PC and the PS4. Pang Adventures on the PS4 and Langrisser Reincarnation Tensei surprisingly not a video game is coming out on the 3DS I know disappointed Uh, Friday uh, Wednesday April 20th Masquerade The Baubles of Doom (laughs) The Baubles of Doom The Baubles of Doom Uh, is coming on the PS4 and the Xbox One clearly based in Boston the the reason I read this entire list is Mm -hmm. to get up to Friday April 22nd Star Fox Zero is coming out on the Whoa. Wii U and Lumo on the PS4 and the Xbox One, but nobody cares because Star Fox Zero is coming Star out on the Fox Wii U. Zero. Ladies and gentlemen, you have one of the last reasons to buy a Wii U. 
Mm. Uh, one of the M. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, anything on this list you guys are looking forward yes. to? Yes, I'm looking forward to all of the uh, the hate and despair and anger that is going to hit the message boards on Wednesday after Dark Souls 3. <laughs> I don't understand why people play that game. It's like self-imposed torture. No, no, Misery because, loves company? Because I, I played it when it was before it was Dark Souls and it was originally Demon Souls, mm-hmm. the original game in that series. I played that game fairly extensively and I... Did you ever finish one of those infuriating sections of like Mega Man or something as a kid and you threw your hands up cheering? Ah. It fills you, when you get through it, it fills you with a sense of, like you stand up and start fucking like fist pumping and you scream and run around. I mean, I do. Um, so it's self self fulfillment. You you know why? Because if you do complete Mm -hmm. these sections or finish these games, you fucking earned it. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's why. Or you're a masochist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, or both. Um, but yeah, a bunch of stuff on that list. I'm excited about Bravely Second. I'm excited about uh, Star Fox. Uh, I'm excited about uh, Banner Saga Two. I mean, there's there were a couple things at the beginning, but that was a long list, and I don't remember them because I'm old. Um, and then um, uh, Shamalim and Ding Dong Bang Bong Bong or whatever the fuck it was called. Dagnon Ropa. That was yes, the new Roomba for your house. The Roomba. No, I actually don't know what the fuck that game is. I just wanted to say she's <laughs> meeting dong dang dong dong. Oh, and now he's adding uh, an African dialect. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. That's perfectly fair. Um, but um, since since uh, we, we missed it the last two weeks, one because of our, our, our convention disaster, awesome show ever, and uh, <laughs> and and also Lord's Boatsworth also um, kind of uh, knocked things out of the way. Um, we did uh, not uh, mention the free um, uh, the free games available on Xbox Live and PS4 oh, for yeah. the month of April. First of all, did you guys see that that Twitch party chat is now in uh, uh, the Xbox Live party chat is now in Twitch streams? That's in the new update. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. Yeah, mm, I didn't see that. Yeah, so now, yeah. yeah, your entire party can now talk on your Twitch channel. Dude. So now well, we'll that have perfect to. fucking timing for us to start doing all I'm this streaming. You, yeah, every single one of these games is uh, yeah okay. So and so then, for 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 the Xbox One this month, uh, for, for for Xbox Live Gold subscribers this month, the 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 list of games is just awesome premium they won. it is excellent um so so uh, for xbox one owners um your free game from april 1st through april 30th is the entirety of the wolf among us and um i i now have zero reason to play this game and i am <laughs> could not be happier about that fact <laughs> stop what you're playing download it play it everybody listening it's like six hours long you're gonna get sucked into it and then you're gonna want to touch I'm, your nipples i'm excited to hear charlie's review I'm I'm looking too. I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. And uh the other game that you should all play this the moment that it's available if you have not already from April 16th through May 15th is Sunset Overdrive. Whoa. How freaking great is that? I'm very I'm very happy about not that. Very good. That is outstanding. Um, that's terrible. I I already purchased both No, no, but ago. but <laughs> you know, for anybody that may yeah, have the listens that wanted to know, hey, uh, it's not yeah. like we didn't talk hey, about it enough. Yep. <laughs> late adopters, you y- yep. y- y- you held out long enough, you're going to win. Yep. <laughs> 
And uh, if you um, and then if you have an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One, because these titles are backwards compatible, um, Dead Space, the original Dead Space, is going to be a free game from April 1st through April 15th. And Saints Row 4, the Xbox 360 version, to be specific. Mm-hmm. So it's playable on the Xbox One, but it is not the Xbox One version. Mm-hmm. Is free from April 16th through April 30th. Both fun games. Microsoft has won. I don't even need to hear Well, this month. Yeah. So that yeah. means next month, they, they seem to go back and forth, yeah. right? Until we get to news and I tell you why they're trying to win so hard. <laughs> Wait, is that foreshadowing, John? Mayhaps. <laughs> Mayhaps? Mayhaps. And on the PlayStation Plus side of things, um, free games are, well, well, you can decide for yourself which list is more uh, more impressive. But uh, for, for April, for PlayStation Plus subscribers, on the PS4, you have Dead Star, uh, uh, and, and as well as Zombie, which is the port slash, yeah, well, it's a port of the, uh, the Wii U title. Um, I Am Alive on the PS3, and Savage Moon, also on the PS3. And for Vita owners, you get a virus named Tom and Shuchimi. I said um, it's a theme there. Zombies, I'm alive. Yeah, it's the wrong month for a, that PlayStation. A virus, yeah. and something about a moon. Play, PlayStation is not October. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I'm... I mean, obvi- in case in case our opinions on this matter are not clear, we, I believe we are all in agreement that the Xbox no. Games with Gold list is no. Uh, no that that, that no? is a stellar no, no, stellar lineup by PlayStation Plus. Light years ahead because yes. there's a game about planets. Is that why it's a stellar lineup? No, no, ah. it's because they have uh, they have a port from a Wii U to <laughs> to their system and they dropped the U. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good month to be a PlayStation. Uh, no, no, that's wrong. It's a not. I mean, it's a, it's a great it's month a, to be a PlayStation owner because yeah, then you can go look at Xbox's good games. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, those are your free games for the month of April for your respective them. systems. Um, <laughs> you, you do get all of them. Definitely get all the Xbox One games because they're phenomenal. I'm gonna stop buying games because I already own all of them. <laughs> Same here. I yeah yeah. So. Oh what what oh yeah I'm running this thing it's been a while <laughs> it has we've been had, a while we've had the boats worth and then we had that that we'll put in quotations show last week really threw me off before too. before we move on we've said it a, a few dozen times already but just just to, just to put a bookend on it um uh, thanks again to to Winnie City meaning myself for having <laughs> <laughs> for having us out uh meaning meaning gamerhead um holy to, uh, cra- do we have to put a second tier on the soapbox for you <laughs> it's amazing uh-huh. uh maybe um uh no last week's episode was a ridiculous amount of fun if you haven't listened to it definitely go back um if you haven't watched it uh we recorded the episode with a 360 degree camera that was placed right on the table and uh, when you're watching it on youtube if you see it as like a giant wide banner then you you're not in the youtube app watch it in the youtube app and you can do the thing where you're seeing in videos now where you can actually move your phone and you can pan around you can like place it with your fingers so if you want to like set your phone or tablet or whatever like like on the table in front of you so you can watch it you can use your finger and it won't move on you but you can turn around you can see the audience you can look up you can see the entire room basically or you can turn on the cardboard app if you have cardboard and put it in your headset and actually Watch it as if you were sitting on the table. Like literally sitting on the table directly in front of me. It was kind of creepy to watch it back as myself. Um, (laughs) And uh, if you have if you have a Gear VR, um, the the, the best way to watch it is to actually pull up the, the Gear VR browser. Go to the YouTube site, and then when you pull it up, when you pull up the video, it gives you three little options in the corner for 2D, 3D, and then 360. 
put it on the 360, it works exactly like cardboard. You can turn around and look all around. And so, um, so I imagine that that works similarly if you have an Oculus Rift or an HTC Vive or any, one of the other various uh, VR headset options. But um, for yeah. best results, though, have a friend, family member, spouse, girlfriend, uh, boyfriend, it doesn't matter. Uh, sit about three inches from your face and just breathe on you while you're, watch, <laughs> while you're looking at Charlie's face. It's very mm. immersive. And every now and then have them tickle you with like beard-like whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Really don't do that. That's um, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. This show's going right down that railway we just left. That's that's true. I, I, I'm, I'm tainted. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm forever affected by that show. Really? Tainted is the word you use there. Whoa. Yes, yes. Um, but I, never in the history of me have I been chased under a table by tears of horror and laughter at the same time literally happened genuinely yes. happened yes my um, favorite part of the show was mm-hmm. when the director of my little pony said balls repeatedly <laughs> for about 35 <laughs> seconds that was a winner that's 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 true that Jim Miller, sweetest yes. guy in yeah. the world i was yes. very, so, very honored and then to work so with him. yes so extra special thanks to jim miller and to jen blake yes um you're both beautiful human beings and my wonderful ther- guests for our club yes show. and and my therapy bill is in the mail um <laughs> So that being said, moving on now yes. to, to our to our normal our normal show formatty thing. So with that, um, let's see. I don't video games. Yeah, we're talking video games. Charlie's giving me hand signals like I've never done this before. I do it terribly. I know what I'm doing. It's just it's terrible. been a minute. Yeah, uh, and that this for that. What did you play this week? Um. I am loving the crap out of Quantum Break. No shit. I am surprised at how much I am loving this game. It is really freaking good. Really? Uh, yes. Because I was on the fence. Should I jump that fence? Um, okay, so so I, I am anticipating that my only complaint about this game at the end of it, unless the story ends up disappointing me, is going to be its length. Um, I, I basically, I found time to, to sit down and play the game Friday night and then through Saturday, so yesterday, mm. uh, based on when we were recording here. And... Um, there, there appear to be four acts in the game. I am finished with two of them. Wow. So, um, and I haven't looked at the time. I, so I can pull it up here while I'm talking, actually, just mm. via the Xbox uh, Smart Glass app. Um, but um, no, no chance of it being one of those weird games where the first two acts are super tiny and the last two acts are stupid long. I have, I have no idea. Okay. I, I haven't looked. I, uh, if I, you had to ballpark it, just off the top of your head, how long do you think you've put into this game? I, I'm going gonna, gonna to tell you. Oh, yeah, you're, I'm you're pulling it up right now. Um, well, but, I um, want you to guess, and we'll see how close you are. Because oh, it's, fair, right, it's fairly fair. standard for an action-adventure game to be about 8 hours, 8 to 10 hours, 12 hours six sometimes. To 6 to 10. You know? Yeah, so for being halfway through, and I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job of picking up the collectibles as I go, um, there's a whole there's a whole there's a, there's a, there's a smattering of stuff to find in the world, just like story elements here and there. The game makes them really easy to find. Mm. Um, so I've only missed a couple. Um, but I would say I would I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna say seven hours total. Okay. Um, let's see if that's correct. But um, yeah, the 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 story is good. The story is engaging. Um, it is straight up single player. There's no multiplayer. Mm-hmm. There's there's um, there there's a little bit of decision making in there, and it does the uh, the telltale thing where after you make the decision, it tells you oh, really? how many people like it tells you a how many of your friends made the same decision that have played the game, and then it tells you the community average, oh, which nice. is which is kind of cool. Very cool. Um, I hear uh, it's a pretty looking game. It's it is absolutely beautiful and the and one of the interesting things that it does is that um i don't know if you guys have heard this i didn't know this going into it actually just because i hadn't been following it that closely but between the acts there are full like live 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 action episodes and 
the content of the episodes changes based on what you did in the game yeah. previously. Oh, wow. It's very minor stuff. It's yeah. nowhere near like Telltale level where, sure. with that many decisions. And but that. it is and unique. Yes, it is absolutely I've unique. I've heard a lot of people... It's funny. This game's so divisive. A lot of people like it a lot. Seven hours. I was right on the money. Yep. There you go. <laughs> A lot of people seem to really like the game, but have mm-hmm. complaints with the way it's presented. Some people seem to like the TV show stuff. Some okay. people seem to find it very distracting. Um, it, it's it is it is different because I mean the episodes are long. I mean, like I want to say, yeah. like they're like twenty minutes, um, like in between the acts. So I've watched two of them now. You can know, you beca- pause at the, it? At the end you... of you you can pause it. and You can go back and re- and watch it later, which I had to do today because uh, when I finished Act Two last night at the very end of my Steam, and I actually fell asleep watching the episode. No, nothing against the content. I just it was you know I didn't have it in me anymore. Um, but um, so I went back and rewatched it today, and so so yeah, you can you can do all that. Um, but um, I mean, they're very well done. I mean, there's there's a little bit of bad acting in there, um, a little bit of bad writing. But I mean, like like the the production quality, it's like watching an episode of like Fringe. I mean, like it's huh. it's really good. Great. That's um, awesome. And I don't even and I'm maybe making that connection because like you know a lot of like the science fiction stuff is very Fringe like. And um, the one guy, the, the the director from Fringe, the, the the black gentleman, you know, the bald, you know, die with a very you know deep voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the actor's name. He's in Quantum Break, mm-hmm. and so so that helped me you know get me there too but um right i mean for the most part the you know the you know there's a lot of you know you know decent actors in the show um you know the guy that played um um you know the um the you know from x-men um sean ashmore yes thank you yes and um, ice man uh right yes and then um the um I'm so bad with actors' names. The gentleman who was in... That's um, why I'm here. <laughs> the gentleman who was in Lost, um, who um, did the, you know, um, the, the the British guy who was in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic he, Monaghan? Uh, yes, thank you. Um, oh, right. And uh, from Hobbit? Lord of the Rings, of yeah. course. Um, yes, he was in it. And um, a couple other people that I kind of recognize from various things. But, mm-hmm. you know, these, decent actors. I mean, it's not just like, you know, it's not just like... A, so this is a high budget... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Okay. The, the presentation is fantastic. Um, I wasn't sold on this. So but you're you're selling me on so it. So I'm gonna pick it up it. on my way home. But um, <laughs> well, because I was like, you know, like one foot in the neighbor's yard kind of thing, going over the fence, and with Charlie's, yeah, screw it. I'm just gonna get it. Well, <laughs> I, well, I mean, but here's the thing, though, mm-hmm. is the reason why I mentioned the length is mm-hmm. that it won't be long. I think before you can just borrow my copy. Um, yeah. You know, if, it doesn't if, offer if, much replay value. Yeah, but see, that, the, no, I don't think no. it's gonna have any replay value at all. Even with the multiple bits of episodes that you can see and the different decisions um, you can make you don't feel like that adds replay value uncharacteristic to this style so, of game it, it, that that's that's great and all uh-huh. but since it's exclusive I'll just buy it just to have it on the shelf. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Because the exclusive stuff like that you know I always get into like eh, yeah I mean it, yeah so it's I, I don't know that I'm going to replay the game to make different choices, um, just because you know me and the time I have available. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to to justify the extra expenditure, the extra time expenditure, even if the game ends up not being you know, only being like 15 hours. Mm. Um, the only way that's going to be that, that that happens, John, is if it's Metal Gear good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like to be to be clear, I am enjoying this game just as much as I enjoy Metal Gear. It's that's great. It, oh, wow. It's it's different. It's not the same kind of how enjoyment, did, but you know, it's, how does it like? Give me a comparison to how it plays. Uh, it's so it's a cover shooter. Okay. Um, so it so plays like division. It, it plays. It, I mean, it plays. I mean, it, so it plays. You know, it's it's nothing like Gears of War, but it's like Gears of War in that it's a cover shooter. Okay. Um, 
um, and uh, you know any other game that that's played like that. Um, but the, the the time powers that you get are super fun to use. Right I mean, there it's. I mean, like, and they and I keep on getting new new powers, and they did a really good job of map, of mapping those powers to the controller, where it's very intuitive. Like, like. I've played other games like this where you get so many, there's so many different things you can do that you forget what's where and you end up doing like the wrong thing and like, mm-hmm. you know, accidentally teleporting off like the edge of a cliff or something like that. Um, this, I don't have that problem with this game. It's, it's, awesome. um, it's, it's very, it's very Sounds like they thought everything out. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think they did a really good job. Well, good. Since he's going to buy it, I'll just borrow your. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Um, and the one thing, the one other thing, I kind of want to draw attention to is just that. Now, this is a little spoilery, um, but um, I'll, I'll avoid. De- I'll, I'm going to avoid details. Um, so at, the names have been changed to protect. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so at the end of the first act, um, the the way the format has been so far is that there's been the act, and then there's been almost like a like a cutscene that you play through that has like the big moral decision that you have to make that kind of affects things going forward and then you watch the episode and then you start the next act um so in the sort of like epilogue of the first act that all of a sudden the game puts you in the shoes of a different character that you've been playing this entire time and it asks you to make a decision that well i'll I'll put it this way as 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 generically as i can it's it was I, I, it's been a long time since the game is really like, not, I can't even remember a telltale game that made me stop and think about a decision so much is wow. the game. The game stopped me and it basically said, so you're basically in the shoes of like a, ba- a bad guy. And, um, the decision you make, it's either you can do something that's kind of bad, but will end up helping the good guy a little bit. Or you can do something that's like super really just evil, but will end up helping the main character a lot in the long run. Uh, and the fact that they put me in that position of making that decision, it was really, really made you uncomfortable. It was very, it was, it was unsettling. Um, Nanoseconds, right here. <laughs> well, oh, decisions already yeah. made. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And it's like I, I almost went with the super evil decision just because I felt like that was more in character of the person that I was controlling. You know, I felt like that's what that I felt like, like that's what that character would have done. Mm. But and at the end of it, I couldn't do it just because I'm I'm a giant softy. Um, but I just I just see Charlie sit there going, "Murder a puppy or murder a baby? Who makes this kind of decision?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm. I, it's it was I, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. I, yeah. I, I just pray to God I'm not let down at the end because I'm loving it so far. And if if the story falls apart or just like yeah. you know if they phone in the last act or something like mm-hmm. that, I'm I'm gonna be really disappointed because I'm really loving email. it so far. High praise, man. Yeah. Did you play anything else? Uh, uh no, no, no. I, We're I, lucky I, we got that. I, out of I, I played Sleep Simulator 2016 it's after good. after this last weekend. After Con Simulator 2016. Yes. Well, that is the natural progression of things. Yes. Uh, John, how about you? Um, I played I played a bunch of shit this week. Um, <clears throat> so I'm still working on um, uh, Fire Emblem. Um, I'm like 15 hours into Fire Emblem, but I've played this incrementally since December. So it's good. It's awesome. Nothing else to say about it other than I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've been, as I mentioned briefly during the live show last week, I've been playing Borderlands 2 with Ricky Keller one time, uh, B-Squad co-host Ricky Keller. Um on the PC, been having fun with it. Now I just skipped Borderlands Two altogether. I yeah. well, I, I owned it, but I skipped it because I think the first one is an overrated piece of shit. So I oh my yes, I don't think the first Borderlands is a very good game. I'll go on record as saying it. It okay. had some great and very original ideas, but as a shooter goes, it played like crap. 
Um, I am very much enjoying the second one. Everything I didn't like about the first one, I like about this one. So um, big success on their their front. And it actually makes me want to play Tales from the Borderlands because I think I'll understand some of the references to some certain things uh, a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> so I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, played Diablo uh, this past weekend with Goat. You did. Um, I did. Yeah, we played it last weekend. Yeah, uh, and and it was the most fun because normally I spend forever grinding levels up, and uh, uh, um, Goat and uh, Mr. Dan Lockie and uh, Adrian, the the four of us went in, and uh, I was power leveled from level seven. <laughs> To level 29 in about an hour and 15 minutes. It was the fastest I've ever leveled up in anything I've ever done. I'm all geared up and shit and stomping faces in. So it's good. I am enjoying it tremendously. It's a lot of fun. It's very accessible, very easy. And on the PC, given that it's like, you know, point and you click mm-hmm. move, click to move, they made the free movement of it very intuitive for the consoles. And honestly, I prefer to play it that way yeah. over the point and click, point yeah, and click. I, point I, I, and click, I think point the, and click. The, the controller is more fluid for it now. It feels nice. Actually, I couldn't imagine going back to the point, <laughs> click, point, click, point, click thing. Um, so there's that. And then uh, what else did I play? I played a little bit more Metal Gear. I've got like two actual story missions left. And then I got to finish Charlie. As it turns out, my brother tells me all of those extra, like go back and finish them. Like, hard mode versions mm-hmm. nick said there's a true ending after that well you i'm i'm those. i'm aware of what is considered to be the true ending yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't have to do all those to get that you didn't have to do that no. there, there is a set of conditions that you basically yeah. have to meet to be able to unlock that but yeah. for me playing all those was not part of those was conditions. Not okay yeah. okay fair enough um so i have to finish that um i started playing fallout 4 this week um, can you do that really yes and Doesn't that break a rule where you're playing Metal Gear and you start a new? Uh, it does, game? but but I I needed a breather, man. I love Metal Gear, so no beef with it, but Fallout. I needed to, well, I just needed something different than oh, okay. Metal Gear. And um, my big problem and concern with Fallout Four was is that it looked and felt watching it so much like Fallout Three that I kind of didn't care. It didn't feel like a leap forward at all to me. Really. But I'm playing it, and it is a different game. It's different. Okay. And and in a good well, way. Well, but New Vegas was a different game, too. The, the <laughs> gunplay well. yeah. gun is much better than I remembered it being in Fallout games. Um, they made minor improvements to the VAT system. You level up a lot more quickly. Mm, but good. I've spent most of... I'm about six hours into it, and I've spent most of my time breaking down... Um, at settlements, breaking down materials and building shit. Like the hmm. the they made the building things so easy to use to build things, and it's super fucking intuitive. You go into ru- houses that are ruined, and you see like chairs and couches and things, and you go into the building mode by holding um, the the list button down mm-hmm. for a few seconds, and it goes into building mode. And then anything you look at, it tells you. You can hit X to break it down, and it tells you before you confirm it what it'll give you: cloth and screws and glue and whatever plastic or whatever. And you take those things, and you can build other structures with them. And oh, okay. you can literally build your own town. Yeah, there's no, like I've, whole, I've seen some of the creations yeah. on oh YouTube. Oh my god, it's, it's like a whole so separate game great. in the game. It it's is. like freaking actually, Minecraft inside mm-hmm. of Fallout. And yeah. they make you care about the little settlement that you're building because you built it with your like from the ground up with your fucking hands, you know. So yeah. like it's it's I'm very engaged by that. But the combat portions of it, the story portions of it, everything's as good as you want a Fallout game to be. I'm enjoying it a lot so far. The power armor's badass though. Yeah. By the way, um, everything about it. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I'm going to stick with it um, it's periodically. I do need a break from open world stuff. Played some more Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, I am enjoying it. 
you know, nothing really to say there until later. I'll give my thoughts on that when I'm done with it. Played a little bit of Black Ops 3 because I didn't pay for it. I just, I love playing Activision's games and not paying for it. It makes me <laughs> feel so fucking good about myself. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm taking my money back a little bit. So, um, let's see. Um, and then I feel like I played some, oh, I played a, a disgusting, obscene amount of Killer Instinct. This oh. week, because season three dropped oh, right, right. last week, and um, so four new characters available. It's uh, Kim Woo, Tusk, Arbiter from Halo, <laughs> and uh, Rash from Battletoads. And man, who I really need to, especially since they're in Chicagoland, uh, Iron Galaxy's in Chicagoland, I would love for somebody to put me in front of uh, the the designer for their their you know, their combat system, their fighting systems for the, each of these characters. They're so brilliantly laid out. All of them play drastically different from one another, but they're just great. Every one of them are great. Um, I saw that, um, that conquer outfit you posted for rash. That's just, awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. They <laughs> rash. wears a conquer outfit. He looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, it just, it's really great. And it's, that game is such a fascinating and unique thing to me because it's been made by two different studios and now two different sets of composers because mm-hmm. Mick Gordon did the music for season one and two. And, uh, Clayton from cell of cell dweller fame is one of the two people working on uh, season three's music, um, which I've heard some of the isolated tracks. It's not been released yet. It's good. It's not Mick Gordon good, but it's good. You know, it's okay. Um, but it's just great. And I've been going through the story mode for every, I have finished story mode for every single character in the first two seasons. Um, and there are multiple conditions, which, which they built to complete for the character. You have like conditions that you can get to multiple endings in the first season and then second season, um, just different things. So, um, I, th- I think that's it. I don't think I played anything else. Um, I mean, I had time to play anything else, man. What about you go? That's it. Good Lord. <laughs> Some of this was just you, like I, fallout. I managed to squeeze six hours. In. I don't know how saying, that happened. You just rattled off Charlie's year. Most of the yeah. rest of it. I played, I played Diablo with you for an hour. I played, I don't even know how long I played killer instinct. I don't want to look. It'll upset me. Um, but that's, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I don't know how I got all that done. Go. What did you play? <laughs> Uh, well, as you mentioned, Diablo 3 with you for an hour. Mm. Um, with hour Bubbles, and a half. Yeah, with Bubbles and Dan. Uh, eight, nine hours. Uh, <laughs> working through hardcore mode now because I am insane. Um, we uh, level 35, so we're halfway there of getting uh, Uber Achievement Toast. Because if you finish hardcore mode at level 70, kill Diablo and the other chick, you, that's a 100 gamer score. So, uh, definitely a different style of play. Everything, everything is a threat now. Everything. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Green slime, don't care, run away. I have the first, <laughs> I have the first ranged barbarian, I think, in the history of, <laughs> of Diablo. Does he have, like, a boomerang, like, he, uh, battle axe? He throws, he throws axes. rocks. No, he throws axes from afar. Okay. Far, far from danger, because hardcore mode, as I said before, uh, is permadeath. That's... Horrifying. Wow. Yeah. The fact that I've made 35 levels of it, I'm like, <gasps> and breathe. <laughs> so essentially, you're just playing a top down version of Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You'll have to go down that road if you want the achievements, young man. I don't know. Put some uh, hair on my chest. More hair on my chest. Then I started, uh, I played a little bit of Outrun 3D because I put it on my 3DS, and who doesn't love a nice old 8 bit racer that, God, modern racing games have spoiled me with physics. Uh, but it's good. It's good for what it is. Um, and then uh, in in the uh, in the vein of not boring listeners to death with Diablo three talk, I uh, um, finally 
opened my copy of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Hmm. And I uh, I get what John was saying when he was playing it. It's good. It looks good. It's great. But it's just a sequel, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not a step up. It's no. a step sideways. Yeah. It's good. It's just more of the yeah. same. It's not okay. worse. Don't get me wrong, people. It's not worse. It's everything you yeah. expected from the first yeah. game. It's it is just, beautiful, too. It looks it's great. It's literally just a continuation of the story. There's the nothing old, else. The only thing I still stand by I have a problem with that game is, is in the first game, her killing was very justified because she was being largely, it was survival. In this, she's just murdering the fuck out of people. Because yeah. she thinks it's the right thing to do. I've like, noticed, it's Murder Simulator, man. That game I, I, is crazy. I've noticed a lot more guns. Yeah. So, so far. But other than that, that's about it. So, with that being said, we're going to fuck this up like we normally do. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you know what we played in video games, let's see what the industry did this week, too. I mean, that's close enough. Okay. Did you hear that? <laughs> that there is the sound of the little engine that could coming down the track. <laughs> coming in at number five this week, a rare canceled Beavis and Butthead game uh, has found its way to uh, Galloping Ghost Arcade here in Chicago. So, uh, one of what is believed to be only a dozen remaining cabinets of a canceled Beavis and Butthead arcade game has been repaired and is playable in a Chicago area arcade. Guess you think which one it is, because we talk about it all the time, and doing what they do best, Galloping Ghost Arcade has acquired uh, one of these cabinets and has refurbished it and got it out on the floor to be played. Um, You know, uh, really at this point, if you guys don't know what Galloping Ghost is, it's worth traveling Distances to come to. You're, you're doing it wrong. Yes. 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 Also, um, that I think that if I keep, if I remember correctly is number five hundred five on their floor. Uh, for for My actual God. working units, yeah, yes. it's getting crowded in there. Yeah. Um, well, they just did that expansion. Yeah, they did an expansion. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's kind of ridiculous. But so so this is the only only playable one of these that right? anybody knows of currently. So okay. uh, according to the article, which was originally published by Polygon, uh, Galloping Ghost Arcade, which is a curator of very rare units in Brookfield, Illinois, which we are all keenly aware of on this show, says it restored unit number nine out of twelve of Beavis and Butthead this week. Uh, MTV had been given a cabinet for posterity, and it has been seen regularly at gaming expos. Running across one of the wild, uh, uh, running across one in the wild like this, though, is pretty uncommon. It's not something that you could just walk in and play. Anywhere, uh, so take that MTV. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I also saw that uh, that the ghost um, brought that cabinet as, lo- as well as um, the Prama Rage Two and a couple other rarities up to Midwest Gaming Classic this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if if any of you guys went to Midwest Gaming Classic, unfortunately we were not able to go this year yeah, um, yeah. and reprise our our uh, you know, our, our live show. Uh, participation role from last year, which is a which is a shame, but say lovey. Um, but if any of you did go and you did get to play it, let us know what you think because um, I'm I'm I, I I'm I don't know why I'm going to get over there to try it out, but I want to. Um, our Polygon does kind of go on to say that they think that this may be the only playable version of this game yeah. in a public space, though, where you can just walk in and play it. I mean, literally just walk in so, and play Rage Two, mm-hmm. and now Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. We truly are blessed having the baddest assed arcade on the planet yep. in our backyard. Yep. <laughs> so uh, th- there's a, a strange history with this game, though, too, because um, uh, 
Arcade Heroes, uh, which is which is another uh, website and publication, says that that this particular cabinet was built on a 3DO platform meant to power another canceled Atari game. Really? Yeah. Um, that required Galloping Ghost to find and buy an old 3DO console to get the parts necessary to bring the game back online. Wow. What an oddity, man. And what a cool thing that Doc and company over there are just doing. Uh, they're masterminds. They're doing the video game lord's work is what they're yeah. doing. You know, uh, yep. Praise be. Uh, amen. Moving on to number four this week. In far and away, one of the strangest stories and headlines I think I've ever read on this show. Elderly woman prays to League of Legends character. S- say that again. Elderly woman prays to League of Legends character. Oh, that is what you said. Okay, go on. Yes. An elderly woman in China knelt before a statue of a League of Legends character and prayed, touching off a viral reaction of equal parts amusement and sympathy. Someone inside an internet cafe snapped a picture of the woman kneeling and burning incense before a larger-than-life statue of Garen, a character who has been in League of Legends for about six years. The statue appears to be some kind of promotional piece for the cafe where League of Legends is commonly played. Shanghaiist noted that Garen bears a resemblance to uh, Guan Yu, pardon if I'm not saying that correctly, an historical figure who was defied uh, centuries ago and who's still worshipped by some today in China. Shrines to Guan Yu are common, though typically a lot smaller than this. Chinese social media reacted somewhat compassionately, Shanghai has noted. Some pointed out that uh, mistakenly praying to a video game character may be funny, but an old woman's reasons for beseeching divine intervention may not be. Then again, maybe she knew who this was all along and was a huge League of Legends fan. Um, there are pictures attached to the story. This was originally, again, published by Polygon, so if you guys mm-hmm. want to take a look at the images, you could find them very easily online, or you can follow the link in our news sections. But uh, she is she is clearly kneeling down and, and, and praying away her worries to uh, this statue. It's very impressive. And just for a sense of scale, for those that are curious, this statue, I would say, is probably about... Eight feet. <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, like the, the the camera angle is from above, so that could be skewing perspective. But it looks to be at least twice her height. So she's you know Asian. So yeah, like eight feet. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm possibly so. That might be the one the one inappropriate joke you've ever made on the show. It's happy. last week's show, man. It's I, in my head. It is. It's true. Well, that's what happens when the director of My Little Pony screams balls in your ear for thirty seconds. Uh, dick and balls. Dick and dick balls. And, dick and balls. Dick and balls. Dick and balls. That's what it was. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave out the dick. <laughs> Never leave out the dick. Never leave out the dick. Moving on before this just spirals out of control like it is wont to do and often. <laughs> to number three for the week. PlayStation 4 to reach 69 million sold by 2019, while the Xbox One is projected to sell only just 39 million by that time. That is a massive disparity in numbers. Massive. Good yep. job, PlayStation. Good yep. job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, by 2019, there will be around 108 million combined PlayStation 4 and Xbox One systems in the market, with Sony's console leading the way with 69 million sold. Microsoft's Xbox One will make up another 39 million. This is all according to data featured in a uh, Game Developers Conference presentation from World of Tanks developer Wargaming creative director and executive producer TJ Wagner, whom I know uh, hmm. Very well outside of uh, this show, and he's a really fucking sweet guy. Really, really nice. He and his his wife Michelle, very nice people. Um, another slide from that presentation claims there are 36 million active PlayStation 4 consoles in the market today, ahead of an estimated 19 million Xbox One systems. 
Wargaming got its numbers from sources including Superdata, IDG Consulting, and IHS. So bear in mind that these numbers didn't come directly from the source. They're projections, but they're projections based on, I'm sure, a slew of uh, crazy things. In terms of official numbers, if you guys recall, we talked about it on the show not too long ago that Sony said in January the PlayStation 4 had sold nearly, nearly 36 million systems worldwide at that time. And Microsoft, who does not share Xbox One sales figures, were, uh, were outed um, at being around 18 million active Xbox Ones in the market currently. This is, again, a substantial uh, amount less. Um, so in 2015, if you remember, Xbox uh, Xbox's Phil Spencer said that Sony's lead in the current generation console sales race was so large that he was unsure that Microsoft would ever be able to catch up. And it doesn't sound like Microsoft is stressing about it too much, uh, being in the number two position. So uh, saying, we're not motivated by beating Sony, we're motivated by gaining as many customers as we can, Spencer said at the time. Um, you guys, if you care to see it, you can actually check out that full Wargaming uh, GDC presentation um, You know, online. There's a couple of different places you can find it. I'd like to um, to blame Charlie for the poor sales. I thought, what, huh, what? Because everybody now is taking your system and they're buying $5 PS4s. <laughs> That's okay. What it is. Now hang on a second. <laughs> if that were You've the case, skewed the numbers. <laughs> no, you're wrong, because if that were the case, I'd have two. <laughs> See? Um, and that was I also an, an ungodly amount of work and time he put into getting that <laughs> discount, by the way. That was a hey, hey. mastermind calculation. Hey, five bucks is five bucks. It doesn't matter how you get there. <laughs> I've spent five bucks on dollar menu food at McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, I, I think you've just rested my case. Um, That's it. That's now, saying. yeah, I I'm not surprised by this. Um, you know, we, you know, the with with the inertia that Sony got off the bat with. Oh yeah, they were way ahead of the curve. Yeah, it's um, but Microsoft, if you keep your games at gold at the level it is this yeah. month. You they're, still not, they're still not going to catch up. There's no way they're going like, to You up. might get three or four I th- more I, systems I, sold. I think they could close the gap. Um, yeah. they're, they're certainly not going to pass. Oh, you know, God, the, no, this, no, no. this generation, they're not going to pass Sony no. at this point. The, um, the, the only... The, so so there, there, there's two X factors here. One is that at some point, the PS4 will hit a saturation point where everybody yeah. who wants one, who would want one, will yeah. have one. Sure. And that, that will be Microsoft's chance to kind of at least close the gap. This mm-hmm. the exact same thing happened last generation. The Xbox 360 sold more than the PlayStation 3 constantly until the, like the last year of the console yeah. when it flipped. And then sure. the, the PS3 was selling more because everyone who wanted a 360 had sure. one. Sure. Or two or three or four because their older ones had red ringed. Yeah. <laughs> or plot twist: Nintendo's new NX system turns out to be amazing, and everyone buys that. That's probably not going to. That's happen. probably not going to happen. Well, yeah, but we also seen it with the Wii. When I mean, literally every if they were handing them out like as, as welcome gifts when you moved at one point. I got one of my McDonald's Happy Meal. That's yeah, a lie. Pretty much so. And then yeah. their, and then their sales went. Their sales went down because right. Nobody needs one. Literally, yeah. no one needs I, one. I still maintain, though, that, that Microsoft should could and should have been in that position where they still carried a massive lead forward going into this next generation. They mm-hmm. were poised to do it. And even though they made good on a lot of the promises they made from the terrible will that they built up when they first announced everything was going to be internet only and DRM yeah. and like all the things that pissed everybody off so badly, Connect required and everything, which turned out to be bullshit later, of course, um... They made good on those things later, but that's I'm convinced that's what fucked them. Oh yeah, being they poisoned their own water. Yep, had yep. they had they done all of the things that they have done since, and came out of the gate announcing the things that they had, yep. Sony's original yep. announcement for the PlayStation Four was so like game friendly. Like, yep. it seemed so player friendly, so gaming friendly. 
that that's what did it. I'm I'm convinced. That's yep. my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And, and I love my Xbox One. I love it. I still think it's now in its current state, especially got a superior interface to the PlayStation Four by a margin. I I I agree. More I, flexible, more yeah. customizable, more interesting. Yep. And and I still like Xbox Live better than PlayStation Network. But, well, yeah, because it doesn't yeah. go down all the freaking time and That's get right. hacked all the freaking time. That's right. Um, but there and there's another there's there's one other X factor here. Um, stop me, John, if this is one of your stories. But um, I, I'm thinking that it's not because this was kind of buried under other news. Um, is that this? I believe it was this last week. Microsoft basically came out and they announced their plans for the the first. Um, big update to Windows 10, which they're calling the anniversary update because mm-hmm. it, it will have been out for a year at this point. And this applies to the entire Windows 10 ecosystem, which includes now the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's coming along with this is that, you know, we, uh, we had talked about this previously is, you know, Microsoft's direction of going with this um you know this wind. I forget what the, I forget what the term of it is, but it's basically this 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 programming s- ecosystem where basically you can write an app, and that app will run. It'll run on your win- on your Windows 10 device. It'll run on your Windows 10 mobile device, and it'll also run on the Xbox One because they are, are all capable of running these mm-hmm. things. And you can write it one; it'll just work everywhere. Yeah. That update is uh, coming out this summer, from what they're saying. Yep. And so when that happens, and all of a sudden the you know the app ecosystem for the Xbox One blows up, and now now you can get all these different apps. You know, there there there's mm-hmm. a decent amount right now. You know, there there's a smattering here. There, like like I use Plex on my Xbox One more than I use anything else. To be perfectly honest, yeah. um, but you know, when you get to that point where you've got like the App Store, you know, like you know, worth of content essentially, provided that developers have signed up for this, we don't you yeah, know we don't yeah, really yeah. know what it's going to look like. Yeah, but people may not support the service, so ex- it may ex- not mean anything. Exactly, but it is it is attractive. I to me, it's attractive. It not, is attractive, you know, and so the um, you know that that could be the one thing that could kind of give Microsoft some of that momentum that it needs, and the fact that the Xbox won't be able to do so much when that update comes out. So. And, and and this is just my mind working with absolutely no information. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is if I I, I buy a game, mm-hmm. an app game mm-hmm. on my tablet per mm-hmm. se, my Surface, right? And right. I like it, but I'm like, damn, this would be so much nicer to play with a controller. I can just turn on my Xbox One and play with a controller. As long as it was designed to do that. Uh, yes. So uh, given 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 that all the the, the stars were aligned and it, that that it, it's yeah. My my understanding the app is says yes to begin with. My understanding is that if you buy it, if you buy one of these apps on one device, you can use it on any of the devices. Yeah, that that is my understanding. Um, so if somebody has written an app or a game or something like that in this like universal Windows 10 architecture. That if you buy it on your laptop or on your Surface or on your Windows mobile phone, mm. that then you could go install that same app and play without having to rebuy it on your Xbox One. That is my understanding. That's huge for apps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because there's some stuff where you're like, this virtual yep. controller sucks, and you just jump over on your Xbox like this real controller is actually really bad. There you go. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's, it, 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 all this is not to say that Sony isn't improving and iterating either. You know, I, I believe I saw that their, that their updates just came out that, you know, allows you to play back MP3 files. And so, you know, clearly they, I'm, I'm trying to make a joke out of this because how, how that didn't do that from the start, I don't understand. But anyways, uh, you know, <laughs> the, you know yes, they, but they uh, are improving the system. The PlayStation 3 was able to do that. Yes. I'm, I'm ecstatic that they can play MP3 files, even though I stream all my music. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. You know, they, they do have Spotify, so I'll give them that. The Xbox yeah, One still yeah. does not have that. Yeah. Um, 
Um, a lot of angry emails unread, Microsoft. Yeah. I'll keep sending them. <laughs> I think that's more Spotify, but you never know. Um, they could Send be- you emails too, pal. <laughs> I pay you $10 a month. I want it everywhere. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, I pay him 20 for a family plan. Um, um Wait, there's a family plan? Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. know. No family. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, I believe they're up the, the 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 PS4 update that allows you to basically do the same thing with the like the Xbox where you can stream the games to like your computer. I think that also just came out. I think I saw. Um, but uh, yeah, so so uh, all, in short, not to say that Sony isn't iterating and improving their console either, but I think Microsoft is poised to um, to hopefully, if developers are on board, to at least close that gap. They're not going to catch up. They're not going to catch up. But I think. Um, I think uh, I, th- I think they've got some things cooking that that could help. So, just yeah, excellent, yeah, excellent. Just my opinion. No worries. Moving on to number two, uh, VR headsets to generate eight hundred ninety-five million dollars in revenue in twenty sixteen. Market research strategy analytics said that it glo- expects global virtual reality headset revenues to reach eight hundred ninety-five million in twenty sixteen. Its first year of being. About 77% of that value will be accounted for by newly launched premium devices from Oculus, HTC, and Sony, as we know. These three brands, however, will only account for 13% of volumes in 2016 as lower-priced smartphone-based devices will dominate shares of the 12.8 million unit virtual reality headset market. Strategy Analytics said it sees 2016 as a pivotal year for virtual reality given a confluence of factors and also one where managing expectations will be paramount given a dearth of available content and the technical limitations of entry-level virtual reality. Oculus VR launched the $600 Oculus Rift just a few weeks back on March 28th and HTC launched Steam VR-based HTC Vive this past week. Sony plans to launch the PlayStation VR headset in October. Meanwhile, Google Cardboard has been distributed for free far and wide, and Samsung launched its mobile-based VR device, Samsung Gear VR, last November. Uh, We've talked about a lot of this stuff extensively. Strategy Analytics predicts that the high-end virtual reality headsets tethered to PCs and game consoles will barely exceed 1.7 million devices shipped globally in 2016 due to a prohibitively high pricing. However, awareness of and actual exposure to such state-of-the-art systems will build rapidly in 2016. At the same time, smartphone-toting consumers are being bombarded by low-cost and often bundled-in VR viewers. Uh, With proper ecosystem management, strategy analytics analysts believe that smartphone-based VR can serve as an effective gateway drug to upsell users to higher-quality VR experiences down the road while locking into early but potentially sticky ecosystems. We've talked about this. I mean, I don't know how sold any of us were until we got our hands on it last year in April with, with uh, you know, the Innovator edition of the original Gear VR. I, I was interested, madly intrigued, but was not sure I would spend money on it until I tried yep. it. Yep. And that was it. Those Gear VR units are essential to getting this stuff out there because it's lightweight, it's portable, and it's easy like it takes two minutes to i i embroil people in it yep you know, absolutely captivating as shit it's gonna happen cool. i wouldn't at all be surprised if the gear vr ends up taking off over the more expensive headsets they may have fucked themselves on that one. <laughs> or maybe not maybe they are right maybe that's what's gonna get people into it well, i mean they're, they're both ma- making a money so you know well, that and how many millions of them just got sent out with everybody's s7 they just got uh yeah. not that many actually really? there are some there are some shipping problems with those oh <laughs> So apparently, waiting. To apparently, the, apparently the, the the demand is higher than their supply. And For, so, what was that with with the S seven? They were doing that promotion, oh, the yeah, Galaxy yeah. S seven, where you get the free headset. A yeah. lot of people are still waiting for their headsets with Doesn't no with me. no news on when they are coming at all. Doesn't so, yeah. shock me at all. I, I be- 
believe it. Absolutely. There's some interesting, uh, interesting uh, juxtapositions with the finances on this, though. Um, Cliff Raskin, which is the, who's the director of strategy, analytics, wearable device ecosystem service, that that is a fucking department is amazing to me. Said in a statement, <laughs> consumers will soon be exposed to an incredible diversity of virtual reality options ranging from ultra low cost to super premium. While we expect smartphone-based v- viewers to take the lion's share of VR headset volumes in 2016 at 87% of shipments. Keep in mind, mobile headsets are going to account for 87% of what's shipped in VR. PC and game console power headsets will absolutely dominate the value share, though, commanding 77% of revenues because of their high costs. Uh, he went on to say additionally that they believe that VR has the potential to fuel a new tech spec race in hardware areas such as displayed resolution, GPU storage, and 360 degree cameras. It's it's all there. I I want it. I want it. Yeah. I want this, man. I don't know about everybody else out there, but it's uh, not that I don't love the current state of gaming as it is, but I'm kind of bored with the status quo. I want something new, and this is new. Yep. This is good. Com- yeah. Completely agree. I I have to admit, I um just in in the madness of of Conmageddon, I um I I I actually had intended to pre-order, you know, the bundle for the the PlayStation mm-hmm. VR headset. Missed the boat, and so I, I'm 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 keeping my eyes open to see if uh, if another like if any if any of the, the the sites that I you know go to get another allotment. Um, I know that I can get the the core system from Best Buy right now, yeah. but I, I want the bundle just because it's such a good value. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, I completely agree with what you're saying, John, before I tried it, I was just like, because I've tried the older, crappier versions of VR. Mm-hmm. I, I went to it like, like six years ago, I went and like to one of those like lawnmower man esque like things where you get in and like, you know, it's like the gyroscope and it swings you around and you have a, you have a headset strapped to your head and the frame rate was like five frames a second. It was awful. It was ho- so, so bad. And so, you. okay. Um, I am lawnmower man. Um, it's <laughs> and you know it's 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 until you see how good it is now, you you don't you can't understand. It's 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 a whole nother thing. It's it's so yeah. It's I think you're exactly right. I think it's I think it's those those lower price units that are getting people interested and getting them on board, and those are going to be the gateway drug to getting them into the to the to the bigger ones. I, yeah. I that it's it's that for me. So I I think it. I think it's completely true. Yep. They just need to put them in public places like Best Buys and stuff where you can actually put one on your head and tinker with it there yep. on the spot. If they can get to that place, it's game over. It's done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Word of mouth is perfectly great, but being able to wander in and just touch. I've been to Best Buy a couple of times in the last month, and every time I'm in there, people run up to the, the, the 360 camera that we use to record the show. Mm-hmm. They have a little cardboard thing for that. I, yep. I, I The second somebody puts that goddamn thing down, somebody's over there too. Ooh, what's this? You know, I mean, like people are interested. They just I'm, don't have anything to get them in. I'm anticipating pop up stores, displays, and everything at this holiday season. I think I think we're going to see them. Yeah, I I, I absolutely anticipate mall, mall kiosks. Like, you know, they they did they did that HC Vive. You know, they did like a campus tour thing that John yeah. and I had talked about making it out to, um, but uh, it didn't end up happening because <laughs> free time. What's that? Yeah, that's right. um, but um, but yeah, any no, of you I, who I listen think, to the show at home. That may not be a f- like a full grown adult. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't become an adult. It's terrible. Horrible. False advertising. Awful. Hate every second of it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody tells you about bills. Nobody tells you about mulching. Nope. Well, <laughs> I don't have that problem. I rent. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of the uh, the Oculus, moving on to number one this week. Oculus Rift's privacy policy is drawing concerns from U.S. Senator Al Franken. 
funny side fact, most people don't realize that Al Franken was a chief writer for Saturday Night Live, and it was on the show many, many times over the course of quite I did a not long know he was a writer for Saturday Night Live. He was. He was on Several Saturday years. Night Live. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he, was also, he was also in uh, SCTV. Yes, yes. Really? Al Franken, very yeah. famous comedy writer. No, I had no idea. Before he was a politician yeah. in his previous life. Yeah. Um, so, it's not just savvy PC gamers who have worries about virtual reality privacy. Senator Al Franken of Minnesota sent a letter to Oculus Chief Executive Officer Brendan Irby, uh, pardon me, Iribe, on Thursday expressing his concern over the privacy policy for the company's virtual reality headset. His worries come from the kind of information the Rift gathers, including movement and location data, and that it might share it with Oculus's parent company, Facebook, or other groups. In addition to collecting information provided by consumers, Oculus automatically collects information when the consumer uses Oculus services, Franken's letter states. Information about consumers' physical movements and dimensions, as well as location data, can be shared with other companies that are within the family of related companies that Oculus is a part of. The company's privacy statement also indicated that Oculus may share de-identified or aggregated data with others for any purpose. Furthermore, the information Oculus collects can be shared with third parties to directly market products to consumers on or off Oculus platform. When done appropriately, the collection, storage, and sharing of personal information may enhance consumers' virtual reality experience, but we must ensure that Americans' very sensitive information is protected. He goes on to ask Oculus why the collection of user data is necessary, if it is properly protecting that information, and if it is selling that info to other companies or sharing it with them. He requested that Oculus answer his questions by May 13. Will Mason, editor of Upload VR, brought the privacy problem to the attention of Franklin, uh, Franken after posting about it on April 1st. Collecting user informa- information is not, is not uncommon for devices connected to the internet, but people have become more sensitive about the invasion of privacy that these practices can bring. Many companies can give that data to marketeers uh, who then use it to target ads for specific audiences. Virtual reality is a relatively new market. Um, you know, as we just said, $895 million coming in this year. And according, uh, according to what people are saying, so it brings in uh, new questions about privacy, just like any other new technology. There's going to be some new uh, new hurdles to get over on uh, on the legal front here. Um, do do these things concern you too? I already know what your answer is. What is that? You don't like your private. You like your privacy. You don't like being tracked. You don't like your. This is surprising to me. I would figure you'd be front. Ghost shaking his no, head no, no, no right no, now. Yeah. No. Shocking. No. No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What a twist. No, here's the thing. I carry a cell phone. They fucking know where I am. Like yeah. they, I, I, they, the whole privacy and they didn't fuck off. Like Charlie, you, really? you have a cell phone in your pocket with Google. <laughs> so uh, this, it, it seems like I, I feel like we've told this story before, and, and this, and we, we seem to often hear this when it comes in relation to new products or new companies or just new things. And when these things are initially written. What the lawyers do is they do what the lawyers are paid to do, and they make them as broad-reaching and as generic as possible, and to to cover every sort of to cover their ass in every way, shape, and form as, as they possibly can. Um, we are I, I, responsible for you or your data being stolen while in a rainstorm on Tuesday, April fourteenth. <laughs> that's awfully specific, but sure. <laughs> um, the um, but um, I can almost promise you that 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 the people who drafted up the terms of service 
have very little actual technical knowledge of what they're talking about. No, um, their legal jargon exactly. kind of yours. Exactly. <laughs> of course, we don't know this for a fact. This is just my guess because we keep on seeing this. Uh, we've told, I, I swear to God, we've covered this this kind of story once or twice before about yeah, sure, overreaching sure. privacy policies. Sure. And it's they 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 do it simply because the the more the more broad and the more like far reaching that they can make it the better honestly it is for oculus because it covers them for more things you know if they're not you know i i i expect that they're not actually expecting that data from like oculus like from their their aggregate data or their data collection is actually going to make it to facebook but if they put in the language that it might then on the day where it accidentally happens, they said, oh, well, we said it might. Yeah. You know, it's it's just because it's in terms of service sure, doesn't mean sure. that they're expecting it to happen or that they're planning on it. They're just sure. putting it in there to cover their ass in case it does. Personally, I'm not bothered by this because look at all of the horrible, insidious things everybody said that Microsoft was going to do with the Kinect and the Xbox One and none of that shit has happened. And it's right. exactly it. They're just, right. they're, they're planning for... Uh, what if scenarios? Exactly. Cover their bases. You know, now, chances are they won't do fucking anything right. there, you know, with it. Because who the fuck is going to use what direction you're turning your head? Oh, he turns his head right a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what you looking at over there? It's just idiots. Like, oh my god, they're going to come in my house with a camera. Well, then you probably shouldn't have an email account at work. <laughs> well, now, so now, to be Flair, to be Flair, Free Flair, <laughs> to be yes. to be Rick Flair. I don't, I don't actually know what he sounds like, so I can't Woo! do an impression. There you go. That uh, pretend I did that. Um, t- to be fair, to play devil's advocate here, um, it's now what what's probably going to happen here, which which could have slash should have happened in the first place, is that the language will be refined to more accurate accurately reflect what they're actually expecting to plan to have happening. Because that is what happens every single time this story happens. So so, so but the problem is that people just they're they're knee jerk so they're knee jerk so hard, especially when you're talking about a company that is so easy for people to complain about like Facebook when it comes to privacy. Is you know, is is that you know they're you know it's it's the, 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 you know Facebook has has been in the news so many times about how hard their privacy controls are and how you know, how Facebook knows everything about you yada yada. So because Oculus has an iota of 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 relevance to Facebook, it's it's so easy for people to fly off the handle like this, and. So the language is going to get refined. They're going to say, I'm sorry, you know, that is not what we meant to say. You know, like, you know, we, we, we understand your concerns. We are going to refine the language to more ac- accurately reflect what we are planning and what we expect. Yada, yada, yada. A new version of the terms of policy, uh, terms of service will come out. And then people say, like, all right, fine. Thank you. That, that, that's what's going to happen because that is what happens every single time. So, so two points here. One, I love that. That everybody's like, oh, my God, Facebook knows everything. Ah. Yeah, you still have a Facebook account. <laughs> well, yes. So that's on you because um, <laughs> you're an idiot. And two, I think there's like a, a, an actual like, I'm guessing like a library of um, documentation. And I think like online service patent or whatever like that, security patent is like a document that they just bring in and they slap it on there. And it's very general. And like you said, they'll then they'll be like, okay. Now we'll actually kind of mold this to our product itself, but we needed to have it on there. The word you're looking for is boilerplate. Okay. Boilerplate uh, docu- documentation, basically just like templates that yeah. they use for yeah, various things. Yeah, basically like, yep. we need to have this so we can make it a thing. Yep. We'll, uh, yep. we'll make it ours after just it's a thing. Just fi- fill in the company blanks with Oculus yeah. and send it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, to be fair, 
Gamerhood Radio, and I don't think Goat was saying if you have a Facebook account, account you're an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you know what you're getting yourself into, but if you're one of those people who if are If you bitching, complain about it and you willingly yeah. stick around, then yeah, you're Yeah, if you're bitching idiot. about no. them knowing everything about you, yet you don't deactivate your account, then you're an idiot. Okay. Then I'm, I'm an idiot, because I hate it, and I don't do anything <laughs> So John's an idiot, is what I'm saying. I'm but all my friends are there. Yeah. Yeah, Google Plus tried to give you guys an out, you didn't take it. No, you know, uh, self- I don't think anybody had a problem with Google Plus <laughs> until they tried to ram their proverbial dick down everybody's throat. That's the other by thing. Forcing themselves on. on everybody. That's the other thing too. Is I love this. People bitch and complain like, oh, oh my god, they're gonna do this. But how many people use Google every day and have no problems that Google pretty much takes everything except your skin off your body and uses it for their own purpose? <laughs> there's a disturbing image. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, like everything you put yeah. into Google, they're like, oh, there's more marketing information. Nobody gave and a shit cares. about Google Plus, so they tried to make everybody yeah. give a shit about Google Plus, and then it just made everybody angry at Google Plus, <laughs> which is sad because what they did with it was better than what it was. Yeah. And the best they part made of it better, is... And then everybody's and the best like, you're not going to tell me what I am and what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to stay the, on Facebook and let them mind me. <laughs> and the best part of that that is these are the people we're talking about they're like oh my god google plus is taking my privacy and i they, they probably went over and googled how to delete a google plus account <laughs> and gave them more information ladies and gentlemen welcome to tech head radio <laughs> welcome to tech head rabbit hole <laughs> lord i'm sorry i said so, i said anyways, the g plus word apparently. the moral the moral of john's story is shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't have said it like that but sure <laughs> maybe um, but yeah, man, that's it for news this week. That's all I got. All the tidbits of juicy, good newsy newsiness I got for you. We're all done here. Nothing left to see. But uh, but Gamerhead Radio has some news for you, and so oh. we'll uh, we'll talk about that next. So, so, so uh, n- now that we're through Con Mageddon, Con Rackin, the Con, all the pun, all the Con, con all, all the Con puns. Um, so, the uh, you might remember that Gamerhead Radio ran a listener survey at the start of the year, as we do, and um, we 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 parsed the responses from that. And based on a couple different factors, the listener survey included, um, also including um, our obviously clearly busy schedules, and um, you know the uh, with the increasing difficulty that we've had. To be honest, to be frank with you all, um, with you know producing the you know the, the you know the, the level of high quality content that uh, you know that that you guys have hopefully come to love and enjoy from us, um, we are going to attempt. We're going to try something. We're gonna we're gonna attempt to restructure the show a little bit here, and um, and so one of one of the one of the constants in both last year's and this year's uh, listener survey is that it seems like you guys are very much interested in. In us doing more live content, whether it be live, you know, just listening or viewing. Um, and then, of course, the live shows are kind of a whole nother beast altogether. But, um, you know, so, uh, you know, a lot of people are basically saying that, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the more than 50% of responders of responders did say that the, that the you know that the edited after the fact audio is your preferred way of listening to the show, but a growing number of people are interested in actually being able to watch or listen to the show and participate live with it as, as it's actually happening with us. So, here is what we are going to try. Starting next week, um, we are going to do this show um, on Hangouts on Air. Um, if you're not familiar with that, um, this is something that we've used before, and um, it 
will allow us to basically stream the show and do it live as we record on Sunday nights. And if you would like, you can tune in and you can watch the show. There are some tools that you you can either watch just via YouTube. So any YouTube app will be able to tap into the live stream and you'll be able to view it there. So, you know, um, you know, any YouTube device on your on your game consoles or your tablets or your smartphones or whatever. Um, or. In addition, if you have access to um, a computer, you can actually pull up and uh, participate with the Hangouts on Air app, which will allow you to ask questions to us as we're recording, and we can respond to those questions, and you can kind of up and downvote the show as we go, and kind of, it's like an applause feature, I think they call it, but whatever. The, the point is, is that it's it's going to make the show more interactive for those that would like to join and kind of join in the show along with us. Um, we may, from time to time, uh, invite people to come on to the show for various, uh, you know, at various points. Kind of like that one that we did before, where we kind of invited some listeners to come on and talk about things. Um, so that you know, doing it in this format will give it give us the ability to do that. You know, should the uh, should it come up, um, it will allow know, us to interact with you guys more. Absolutely, um, and uh, it will also potentially make it easier for us to bring in guests because they will have to travel to my house anymore to be on the show you know being able to just join via hangouts uh, is is easier than you know necessarily driving to you know my my place of residence well and it'll also expand our circle of plausible guests yes absolutely this will also uh, a lot of you guys who listen don't don't realize um that that being a, a a recorded show that charlie puts in a substantial amount of time editing this show every week uh, you know i basically don't have a monday night my Monday, right. like we record on sunday nights but my monday nights are also gamerhead too because i also do all the posts to make editing. sure that it gets to you guys on tuesday yeah. um and the thing is is that a lot of time goes into the production of this show. I mean, I would say on average, we get together, it takes us about four hours to record this show. Between all Between the goofing all off of and the, stuff. The, yeah, yeah. The ridiculous tomfoolery. Yep. But, which is great, and we love it. But the thing is, is that we also have talked numerous times on the show about wanting to live stream games mm-hmm. on Twitch and... and let you guys watch what we're doing and instead of just talking about what we play you guys can see what we're playing during the course of the week and then you can recap it with us and have a laugh cutting some of the the fat out of being able to to we're gonna take that tomfoolery and redistribute it to streaming (laughs) games for you guys when we can as opposed to spending four hours in the studio recording and, and editing it that way it's just all it's all of this is to give you guys um, a more little bit more forward. of our, a little bit yeah. more of our attention, a little bit more of our time, and a little bit more of a, an open-ended way to interact with you guys and have you interact with us in return. Yep, because like John just said, you know, we are we off our Sunday nights. You know, Goat and John are here for about four hours to produce the one and a half to two hour average show that we end up with. That's not including their commutes, and that's not including the time like, like John just mentioned that I spent on Monday night and then on Tuesday to actually get the show posted and everything. So you know, it's it's a lot of time you know to end up with that final package. So. Um, now, to be clear, for those that might be concerned about this, the we are still going to boil down and get an audio format out to you guys. So mm-hmm. for those of you who do listen to the show in podcast audio after the fact format, that is not changing. Um, what will probably change about that package, you know, about that end result as a result of doing it this way is um, it will it may be a little 
more natural, a little rougher around the edges, so to speak, in a way, if you understand what I mean, you know, in, in that, um, because we will be, yeah, a little more raw, but a little more, I don't know, real quote unquote, if that's the right thing to say, I don't know. But, um, so, you know, so, which I don't think is a bad thing at all, you know, it's, um, you know, it'll, it'll be, you know, so it'll it'll be kind of like, you know, going to one of our live shows, you know, Mm -hmm. where now in the studio, if we flub over something and trip over words, I just edit it out, you know, because we're going to be doing this live, I'm just, and you know, uh, a, de- a significant amount of people will have already experienced that way and mm. seen the flub or seen the trip over the words. I'm not going to bother editing out of the episode because what's the point at that point? Well, and to be clear, I mean, for those those of you listening at home in that sort of in this interesting, like kind of candid moment that we're recording here on the show, you mm-hmm. guys don't really hear a lot about what we do behind the scenes for Gamerhead Radio. But uh, fortunately, because we've gotten this thing uh, in, in such a place that we're all very comfortable doing it, Charlie, it's not like you guys are going to miss... Like some, it's not going to change the format so much. It's going to bother you guys, I don't think, because most of what gets edited out is literally somebody sneezing in the middle of like I'm <laughs> right. reading the news and I sneeze, or I just have verbal diarrhea and trip over it, or it's one true. of us occasionally says something so fucking inappropriate we can't even believe we said it. One it just of doesn't us. belong on the show. One oh, well, of us. Look, I, we we could have left it up to speculation, but everybody listening already knows it was goat. It's always goat. Yeah, always it's goat. usually the jokes that I can't say on air because yep. Charlie's like, nope, and. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, like sneezing, so you, outtakes you that you don't want to hear be, anyways. Yeah. You guys aren't going to be losing anything. And those no. of you listen used to listening to the edited, finished product, really, it's going to be... You guys are probably going to be least affected by the change because so little gets edited out on a weekly basis. Yeah. You know, it's just to make the show as yeah. seamless possible. That's really why the editing happens, is yep. to give you guys a good, clean show at the end of each, uh, you know, week to listen to. So yep. you guys will still get your recorded show. Plus more. We feel like doing this is going to give... That's why we're doing this, is to give you guys something more than what you're used to getting during the regular week. You'll get we're more interaction, to, hopefully a little bit more game time, you know, streaming. and We're trying to take our allotted yeah. schedule for this and mm-hmm. um, reassign it appropriately for your enjoyment. Yep. So, yeah, so instead of, you know, whatever, like, hour or two on commute and then, like, you know, the, the extra time it takes us to just sit around and goof off when we should be recording the show, you know, we'll be able to take that time, like like John said before and like Goat said, mm-hmm. about, and, and turn it into better things for you guys. Like, maybe mm-hmm. we could say when the episode's over, now everybody, let's go play Grand Theft Auto or, yeah, yeah. or something else. And so, you know, because, you know, that way we can take the same amount of time that we're putting it into it now and use that time better. Yeah. I mean, instead of instead of goofing off here in the studio, which we you guys go, never hear, we're just going to include you in yeah. the goofing. We're just yeah. going to goof off with We're you. just going to yeah. fold it into a live yep. experience, and yep. you guys will get to have that fun with us. So Now, we are still going to... Um, so, so, in case this hasn't been clear, so we will be doing this show from Hangouts from our, our own respective abodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, you know, so we won't be recording in the same room regularly anymore like we yeah, currently yeah. do, which is kind of a bummer, but we think that the payoff is going to be good. But because I don't want to not ever see these guys in person anymore, <laughs> um, we are still going to get together probably at least like once a month, give or take. Yeah. But we're going to we're going to have a reason for doing it. So like maybe we're getting it together to play a board game or to play a game together. Like like, John, you were talking about how you went back and you watched that iDarb stream that we did oh, like a so while ago. Funny. And it's it's you know, that's still that's still like chuckle worthy and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're not going to get rid of that stuff completely. We're just going to we're going to give you a yeah. reason to watch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That At least that's the idea. So mm-hmm. it is it is critically more important than it ever has been before that you guys keep in contact with us and let us know what you think because yeah. th- this is a, this is a beta test essentially <laughs> where we're going to try it out and we're go- we're going to you know we we think this is going to be good but 
Like so many things, best intentions don't always play out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've just been I had an open invite to the Gamerhead Radio open beta. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is no uh, time frame on this yet. Uh, just just keep checking on your characters and uh, keep playing with all your gold. All, all, all of that. <laughs> so, so I mean, and now is also the time before we get into the swing of this, this uh, shake-up for you guys to voice your opinions. You know, how do you feel about this? What do you think? You know, what would you like to see if we're going to yeah. be making some changes and adding some things? I know we just yeah. finished the listener census and survey, but, uh, you know, that we were not completely convinced we were going to be doing this at that time, you know. So we've just very much decided to do this recently, very recently. So uh, let us know what you think, please. So so that all that being said, so next week, um, starting on... What is, the, what is the date next Sunday? On, on Sunday the seventeenth, April seventeenth, will be our first one of these um, of, of the first of our shows of this new format. So for those who are interested in tuning in and participating live, uh, we will we will post up the link. Um, you know, we'll we'll see if we can find a static link that you guys can always go to. Um, um, you know, I'll, I'll figure out the technical side of things. Well, yeah, if we can pull it off, we'll pin it to. Uh, we'll at least pin it to our Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll post the link, mm-hmm. but but ideally, I would like to have it be the same link yeah. every week. Yeah. But each hangout will have its own link, so I'll have to figure that out. Okay. Um. But um. But yeah. So 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 plan on for those of you who want to tune in and kind of watch this experiment unfold in real time. Um. Uh, I would say around seven seven thirty ish p.m. Um, uh, Central Standard Time or are we in Central Daylight Time? Whatever it is now. Central Time. Um, uh, next Sunday the 17th will be the first one of these. Um, being the first one, it may take us a few minutes to get it up and rolling. But um, once, once, and, uh, you know, but uh, but plan to tune in early because you might, you, you know, you might be able to catch some of that initial goofing off like we're talking about before the show actually gets rolling. Um, but, like I say, for those of you who prefer the audio version, and there are a substantial number of you, just understand that is not changing. The, the, the you know, the, the shape of the product is going to be changing a little bit as a result of new, this this new format, but the audio download after the fact format is not going away. Tuesday, you will still have an episode. Yes. yes. To simplify. Yes. If not sooner, because yeah. if yeah. I don't have to spend a night doing posts, I might be able to post the audio even sooner. You, know, yeah. it, and so, so you might wake that. up Monday to a yeah. happy present. So if you're, still, if you're still used to listening on Tuesday, it'll, it'll just still. be there when you're used to seeing <laughs> yeah. it. Yep. So to, to clarify and simplify, everybody who's listening, your episode will be available for you no later than Tuesday, as you are usually used to expecting. And everybody who is listening, you'll have something extra, which is the option to participate in that recording on Sundays. Now. And there, and and then those who wish to view the episode after the fact as well, one of the you know one of the benefits of doing it over Hangouts on Air is that it automatically becomes available on YouTube to watch. Yeah, so now and you can so, just catch up. You're, yeah. you're being given infinitely more ways yeah. to, to the, do the, this. This is this is being. For, for the for the wild uh, live video people, you get you get something too. Yeah, yeah. So so it's while our well to be frank, our schedules and our availability are playing a part into this. The driving force behind this decision was to provide you guys what you've asked for in the survey, and that's more ways to interact with the show, mm-hmm. more ways to view the show, and so hopefully this all pans out. Um, but but please, please, please keep in contact with us and let us know mm-hmm. if this this new Gamerhead 3.0, frankly, is what it's yeah. going to be, is, 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 is what you guys are enjoying. Because if, you know, we, we need to hear back from you so we know what you guys are thinking, mm-hmm. so... 
And uh, yeah, so with all that being said, we asked a silly mailbag question a couple weeks ago, and uh, we got uh, the, our, our, our favorite fan songbird did respond to that, and so we are going to answer that question next. All right, so uh, another uh, another bit of insight into a production um, note <laughs> in, in, into in, yeah into mm-hmm. a, a production note into how into Gamerhead Radio's best laid plans that don't pan out. Um, so three episodes ago, we asked a mailbag <laughs> question that was supposed to lead into plans that we we, we we were going to do something for April Fool's Day, and that did not pan out. So the question that we asked three weeks ago was essentially: if you found yourself to all of a sudden basically be a person of the opposite gender, um, how do you think that would affect you in buying games and playing games and playing games online like just how you know just just trying to put people in the minds in the mindset of if all of a sudden you had the you flip gender in terms of gaming like how do you think what kind of difference do you think that would make the entire only reason why we asked that question is because our april fool's day episode was supposed to be gamerhead Ladio, which i love that name so much so fucking good yeah. if you guys remember last year i made a joke about gamerhead i said welcome to gamerhead Ladio," and it was this i don't remember how the play on words came back up a few weeks ago but mm. we all put our heads together and came up with this really great idea to have my wife come in and sit and record as fallon flynn as me have charlie's wife uh you know mrs technotronicorn michelle come in and record as charlie and then we were going to have friend of the show, Adrian Bubbles, you know, you talk about all mm-hmm. the time, come in and sit in for goat because they're the same kind of salt. Um, <laughs> and I don't have a wife laying around. It's true. It's no, true. No. He, he you have might have one, one like, well, don't jinx it. Don't sorry, fuck it up for I'm sorry. him. He doesn't want one. And so, and so then, then I just then, don't want to find the last one. Then, then, oh God. Uh, well, no, that's yeesh. a whole other thing. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and then two things happened. One, um, in, in, uh, John and goat left to go do mad monster and left me in charge of it was, which was a horribly bad yeah, the week idea. Before, a week before con, a week before, a week before Winnie city where, we were in yeah. Charlotte doing our own thing. <laughs> yeah, so so that didn't happen, and um, actually that's the main reason why it didn't happen. It's just um, I well it, too busy. Yeah, yeah, too, too busy. busy. So um, best Charlotte, laid plans, yeah. but anyways, but even though it was a silly mailbag question that was only laying the groundwork for a joke the following week, the lovely songbird did still reply to the mm-hmm. question and, and very well. I might and add. very well. <laughs> So, Songbird's response to that question, Dear Tactotronic and Goat and Fallon Flynn, mailbag answer. Well, I wouldn't have to worry about being asked out whenever I venture to GameStop or any other place gaming related. I don't the know. The things you don't think about. The yep. things you don't think about, but man, that, that sure Creepy that's Creepy dudes work at a GameStop. Yeah, it's a real. It's a real yeah. thing. Um, I'd also be more likely to chat online with random players without having to be concerned about being hit on or worse. Uh, oddly enough, I supposedly sound like a young boy, according to ooh, according to, to people who play with me for the first time. While I don't think my gaming palette would change, uh, maybe I wouldn't be quite as embarrassed with busty women characters. Um, yeah, uh, unfor- unfortunate um, reinforcing anecdote. The um, when when. Not the Connect, but that original Xbox 360 camera came out, that little tiny white thing, yeah. and it came bundled with Uno. You remember? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because um, that's the game I want to play on camera. You told me about this off yeah, the air. Yeah. Um, uh, Michelle is a big Uno fan. Like she loves like games like that, and so she went on. She she went to play Uno with with the camera because why not? And uh, it it took all of like three seconds before people in Uno were like asking her to like 
like remove take, her clothing, like take off her shirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it was incredibly disheartening as a male. Mm-hmm. So as as what I hope to be considered a decent male, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was bad. Yeah, unfortunately, the internet in males is probably the biggest cesspool of shitheads on the planet. Yeah, you might very well be right. That's. About that justifiably sexist and and probably true um (laughs) definitely true um but yeah so so songbird this is going for me people just remember that (laughs) yeah yeah so songbird i i have witnessed such a behavior firsthand and i apologize for my gender um (laughs) i apologize for him jesus i've been hit on for the long hair like they they literally have like no they're terrible people terrible Uh, Sombra continues, uh, no longer having one would, uh, you still care about your E. Johnson. Um, <laughs> if you do care, what would be the female equivalent? Um, your V. Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just the perfect answer. Oh, um, God. I don't think any of us can answer better than that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so no longer having one, will you still care about your E. Johnson? I mean, I, so if, if I'm understanding your, your question, Songbird, um, I play as female characters almost exclusively anyways when given the choice, so um, I, I currently don't have an E. Johnson to miss. Um, um, but aside from that, um, do, do you guys, you guys, I, if I remember correctly, you primarily, if given the choice, play as a male character, right? Most of the time, sometimes not. I mean, if you remember, I played, um, um, Sunset Overdrive is a female. Oh, sure. Well, you know? th- because that voice actress was just, sure, just far sure. superior. But if you guys were to flip genders, do you think that would change your character choice? Do you think you would play as the one you would more identify with? Um, I would imagine probably yes for me. Like, okay. Because I've played a lot of MMOs, and occasionally I have been known to play an MMO with a, um, a different gender mm-hmm. just because I liked the, the character models better. Mm-hmm. You know, or like... Just because their default costumes without any armor pieces on look more interesting to me. But most of the time I do play as, I hate to say it, just human male in games. Like, I don't yeah. make alien characters or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I always just go for the most... Bl- I always try to make characters that look exactly like me, which is weird because I know statistically I am the polar opposite of most people. Most people want something completely different. See, I've said this before. I... Typically, if I if if I'm given the choice to have a character creator, I almost always take my character and make it look like Michelle. Yeah, I, I don't know what that says about me, but it's a thing I do. Um, Go. What about you? Do you think if you were suddenly to have a V jo- a, a, a real V Johnson, Johnson, the V whatever, if you were to be a woman, do you think that would affect the? Um, oh, I become a, fem- a feminist Nazi. <laughs> yes, that wasn't the question, but I'm also no, I, not surprised. I, 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 I would only be yeah, it, it'd, it'd be all women and whatever. Yeah. So if you, so if you all of a sudden you found yourself to be female, you would play as female. Yeah, if I took my mindset now, I refuse to play as a female uh, because I'm not one. Uh, but if I was one, then I refuse to play as a male. Oh, all right, <laughs> interesting. Somber continues. If you if you were female, what would you want your real name to be, and why? Um, so so so. John, what um, if you were to gender swap? What would you? What would you? What would you like your female name to be? Honestly, um, ironically and kind of humorously, Fallon, because Fallon is actually a traditional. It's it's an oh, Irish yeah, a female yeah. Irish name. Yeah, you know, I've gotten. I've very rarely do I ever get flack from people because my character's named Fallon Flynn, which I did for alliteration purposes because comic books and shit. Um, but Fallon is a traditional female, sometimes uh, Irish, sometimes Scottish uh, name. Yeah, oh, you know, I've, I've, now yeah. that you say it, yeah, I've heard that yeah. before. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, so it's, let's just let's just you know not bury the lead and go straight for that. I I would be Fallon. 
Goat, I'm assuming you would be lamb. <laughs> or, I mean, not sheep, obviously. I don't know. No. <laughs> I would take a very respectable female name. He could name. be playing on the Scottish-Irish, but particularly the Scottish, and giving me a wonderful excuse to make a terrible joke using Sean Connery. He could be Goat-She. No, no, I would be a very oh respectable God. female name, like Candy or Ginger or... <laughs> Any other stripper name I can think of. Uh, so you would be a raging feminist with a stripper name. <laughs> yep. Female. Yep. Owning it. Owning it, John. <laughs> I would love to... St- I would I bait people. Be like, be like well, what's this. your name? Heather would be like, fuck no, it's Candy. You want to fucking fight? <laughs> um, I'm a name like that, they would... They would phrasing <laughs> being damned, they would think that you just ask them if you want to fuck and then fight. <laughs> Get what you can get. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm. I'm. Par- I would probably just take the easy route out and just go with Carly. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. That would make sense because you know. I mean, you're holy and iPad. I Carly. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. Um, can we say that they can sue us? I, we can reference it. I don't think God, we can play audio from the show. so fucking terrible that we deserve to be sued for that. <laughs> uh, the one reason, the Sombra continues, why I'd like to be a guy is not having to deal with Mother Nature's, oh God, gift. Um, oh man, that would we, suck. We, we went here. Um, what benefits, if any, would you enjoy as being a lady? Well, not that. Um, um, I'm going to offend everybody, so you guys go first. <laughs> Mm. What would I? What would I enjoy about being a lady? I mean, like the easy thing would just be like I've got I've got breasts. Like, but I mean, like that's that's <laughs> that's just too. John turns into a lady and he never leaves the mirror. Yeah, it's just too it's too it's too easy. Like, like I'm gonna bypass all of the obvious shit that comes with the gender swap question and try to be a, a slightly more cerebral with it because if I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this assuming. That I still have my mind and know what it's like to be a man, but am now currently inhabiting a woman's body. If that were the case, I would use it as an opportunity to to take on a social experiment and see what I could get away with. See what sort of wiles I could use to get out of a speeding ticket or (laughs) test the theories on those things. You know what I mean? Because I don't necessarily believe that that's always true. That that shit is one way or the other, male or female. Just use it for the La- social Ladies, experiment. you can send your emails oh to john God. at gamerheadradio.com. No, no, it's fine. No, 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 no. I'm, what I'm saying is, is I, because you hear people who say, that's bullshit. I've never got, I've heard many women. I don't, I've never gotten out of a fucking speeding ticket in my life or this thing or I've never had anybody let me do something nice because I'm a female and I have the other side of it where I've had women go, oh, I do this shit all the time. Do it all the time because I can. And it's I, that's the trade-off for all the other horrible just, things that come with being a woman, like getting hit on by dickheads all the time. And just, I, you know, like I've heard all kinds of crazy things. So I would just try the social experiment aspect of it. I okay. want to check it with female John six months later, and he's like, I got a mansion, a Ferrari, and I don't even have a job. I don't know what the hell. What the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> um, I would. Oh, here we go. I would. I would use it as an opportunity to. To contribute to breaking stereotypes as much as possible, yep. um, like you know, with with, all, with the stereotypes about women, about you know, like a lot of these things are fading as it is. But I would just, I would like to contribute to that, like about mm-hmm. that, about how women, you know, like women don't play video games. Like that is one, <laughs> that is an example of something that is already been challenged to the point where it's it's no longer as you know much of a stereotype as it is anymore. But that's just an example, mm-hmm. um, you know, like how you know women don't do this, women don't do that. You know, I I would 
I would personally, because of what I've witnessed and with the embarrassment that I've had over certain members of my gender, with the exact kind of thing that Songbird was talking mm-hmm. before about the Michelle, the story I told about Michelle, I, I would absolutely do what I use opportunities that I could to, to, to break stereotypes as much as possible. But that's the do gooder in me talking. So responsible. Goat. Oh, I'd just run everybody. I wouldn't pay for drinks at a bar anymore. I'd be eating out every night with a different dude. Um, Let's go would be reinforcing stereotypes. So do, do you like how I, I stated mine in such a way that I made no presumptions, but would like to find out for myself one way or the other. Goat goes straight for the free drinks. And to, like, this is so us. The, the so, answers so here's, and, so here's, us. and here's the positive of being a woman. All right. You don't waste all your phone battery taking a shit anymore because you're in, you're out. <laughs> Huh. Men, men, we have to. Every time you go into a bathroom, right? We're guys, right? There's a fucking novel, stack of novels. You got an iPad here. I don't know what it is with dudes, but we have to take forever to poop. Women can do what we do in an hour and six seconds, and you don't even know what happened. You spend an hour in the bathroom? You might want to have that looked at. Not not confirming or denying it. (laughs) Might I suggest fiber? (laughs) Mountain Dew is a fiber. Oh, uh, boy. Um, okay, so... Aren't you glad you asked, Songbird? I mean, she, she seen, probably is, to she, be fair. She's seen way into my dark, 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 shitty soul, and one day, <laughs> Sally's wife will murder me on her property and hide me. Songbird is currently listening to this episode saying, I'm not surprised by anything I just heard. <laughs> no, probably not. No, at least, Songbird, please confirm if that's correct or not. I'm curious. But I am very proud. I'm very proud that not a one of the people on this show went the obvious route with it. Not a single one. What's the obvious route? What's the obvious route? Well, um, you know, the, the, the boobies and the, you know, lady bits and whatnot. Because that's what you, most people you, do. Exploring your new body? Is yeah, that what you're trying correct. to say? Yeah. Okay. That would have been the easy way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well I, done, gentlemen. I mean, I do that too, but. Yeah. Well, now you've ruined it. Okay? <laughs> God damn it. And I didn't expect it to come from you. Who wouldn't? I'm disappointed, come Charlie. On, who, who wouldn't do that? I left out the part that I would run to the nearest produce section and see what would fit. I mean. <laughs> Well, that was more what well, I was expecting. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Wow. Let's see if this uh, eggplant. Just, just wow. Should have known that train would reach the station before the end of this show. <laughs> I'm blaming this currently on you, John. Yes. No, no. We could have just sidestepped no, it. Yeah, he's an adult, you, man. You he makes his own choices. You, I prompted you, nothing. You, uh, yes. I was actually congratulating hey, you guys for hey, being you adults it up. I'm an adult. and gentlemen. And I made my and I was own choices. about you both. And as a female, I choose two eggplants. <laughs> Uh, two eggplants, one goat. Um, no. <laughs> Out on Blu-ray this summer. Oh. <laughs> Show hey, title. Did you hear that? If you listen closely enough, you can hear Songbird hitting the unsubscribe button. <laughs> oh no, no! I can hear her like breaking the computer, going, oh, "I'm done. These people are bad, bad <laughs> people." <Not enough. laughs> Uh, thank you, Songbird, and I apologize, Songbird, uh, for for your response uh, to you, our. You baited me. You know you, yeah, what you did. Yeah, yeah. I, I am sorry that it had to be said, and you said it. No. <laughs> um, thank you for thank you for responding to our very silly mailbag question. Uh, we appreciate. I mean, it was a good. It was a good. It, it, Great it question. Turned out to be a good question. Um, the the intentions were silly, but it turned out to be a really good. There question. are no bad questions, Charlie. That's not true. At how all. how um, how meta would it have been though if if we had been able to see Gamerhead Ladio through and then our uh, respective others and friend were able to answer that question with the reverse gender yeah and then just answer as whatever we would fucking do that would have been awesome it would have been the same yeah it's I mean, okay maybe I mean, one day we'll make Gamerhead Ladio happen for you yeah, guys someday somehow some way 
Here's hoping. So for the mailbag for the coming week, with all of the changes that we're going to be making to the format as we discussed in our faux feature, um, what do you guys think about the the changes that we're proposing and, and planning to make? Do you guys feel good about it? Do you not like it? Um, you know, and also, uh, you know, we, we want that feedback. It's very important to get that from you guys as we're making changes because we're making the changes for you. So feel free. Uh, and if to you let don't us like know. the changes, there's no point in changing. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, and the thing, too, is is that uh, the second half of Mailbag for the week is is um, come and do the Mailbag with us live when yes. we record it on Sunday. I mean, you guys will be able to chime in, give your opinions, give your feedback, ask us questions live. I mean, make the show interesting if we're going to do this for you live. Make it colorful. I pose this challenge on uh, the live side. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. If you can make Charlie rub his forehead... <laughs> There may be a prize in it for it you. It doesn't take much. It doesn't oh, I mean, my glasses off, rubbing the. <laughs> refer to the live episode last week if yeah. you can match that. It's about thirty-five minutes in, I think, <laughs> when I'm I start to bleed from the forehead via from friction. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not really, but close. Um, so yes, give us your feedback. Come and participate on Sunday. You know, yeah, keep throw us balls. We're gonna live. we're gonna post the links as soon as we get all yeah. of the details worked out for you guys. And uh, help us kick this thing off right. Uh, but yeah, get, give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Please and thank you. And uh, so, with that being said, if you like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T-E-K Charlie. Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. John is at The Fallon Flynn. You can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 94926Gamer. Download the official Mm -hmm. GamerHead Radio app on Google Play on Android devices, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Tunu, YouTube, uh, Twitch, SoundCloud, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Extra emphasis on the YouTube, because at the very least, that is where our vi- the video versions of these new episodes are going to end up pretty much immediately after d- we're done recording. Uh, I think, probably, maybe. Um, we'll um, say yes for now. Something. Um, yeah, I might want to make, like, header graphics, so I might take... I might t- Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. We're all going to find out together. It's going to be a journey, and uh, we're all going to love it. Um, maybe, hopefully. Um, Please bring the pens or maybe poop. Yes. So what? Uh, oh God. Um, so <laughs> before, anyways, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, this is a, a bookmark at the end of Gamerhead Radio 2.0, uh, which John birthed with us uh, last true. January, uh, a little over a year ago. And uh, so please join us next week for the premiere of the beta version of Gamerhead 3.0. Exactly. You can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 94926-GAMER. Son of a bitch. Leave that in there. Leave that in there. That's the only sad thing about doing the live show is we're going to lose the blooper reel. I mean, the blooper reel will just be part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be amazing. Next week, they'll be like, give us a voicemail, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um... Charlie's Um, squeaky clean image is going to go away live. Oh, crap. (laughs)